battle on the planet of death. Get down! yelled Commissar Borg as the bolter shots held around their heads. As one, the warriors of First Company threw themselves into the dust and lay there still as corpses, which is what we all soon will be, Fort Wolf. If we don't get out of this death trap, he clutched his las rifle tighter in his grip and surveyed his surroundings, hoping for some glimpse of the enemy who was killing them. Borg still stood upright, surveying his men, ignoring the bolter shots coming in from all directions and the explosions all around his feet. Clouds of dust sullied the commissar's once immaculate black uniform and tarnished the silver skulls of his collar studs. But somehow Borg still managed to seem as relaxed as if he were on parade. Get into cover, he yelled, not even flinching, as tracer fire whistled by his ear. He paused, took careful aim with his bolt pistol and snapped off a shot. Somewhere in the distance there was a gurgling scream. Get off the road! Wolf surveyed the jungle wearily. The trees overhung the road at this point and covered the hillside on either side of the valley. Bloated red and green tendrils of blood fern leapt up like explosions of colour round the bases of the giant conifers. The sweet, narcotic perfume of the bitter blooms filled the air. Tiny, jewelled lizards, distant cousins of the greater man-high carnivores of the plains, surveyed him with cold eyes. The dull luster of their greenish scales reminded him of orcs. What a terrible place to die, he thought. He had never imagined he would go to greet the Emperor from some north country jungle in some forsaken backwater world, in a remote corner of the Imperium, when he was inducted into the Guard. But then again, he always imagined a heroic ending in a magnificent battle, not a bolter shell through the head in a skirmish against orc raiders. A bolter shell bit into the ground in front of his face. He blinked as a shower of grit and small pebbles swirled around his head. His eyes felt red and irritated. He spat out a mouthful of dry dust. Off to his left he heard a scream. Twisting his head, he saw Balthus, the big man, writhed around on the ground like a maddened serpent. Suddenly, he tried to pull himself upright, and Wolf saw to his horror that half his comrade's chest had been blown away. Balthus was already dead. He just didn't have the sense to know it yet. Wolf needed no more encouragement to heed the commissar's order. He pulled his legs up underneath him and ran, half-crouching towards the edge of the track, doing his best to ignore the hail of autogun fire that whizzed around him. Fighting back panic at the sound of another death scream, he pulled himself to his full height, felt one single moment of stark terror at the thought of the great target he made, and then threw himself headlong into the bushes like a man plunging into water. The foliage bent all around him, leaves whipped past his face. He closed his eyes tight. All the air went out of him as he hit the ground and went sliding on his face down the slope. By the Empress throne, the trees concealed a hidden drop at the road edge. All he could do was grit his teeth and try not to scream as he half fell, half slid. This must sound like a berserk rhinodon thrashing around here, he thought. His only hope was that there was so much else going on that the ambushers wouldn't notice him. He landed rolling, as he had been taught in basic martial arts training back on Armageddon so long ago. 
The move brought him smoothly to his feet, in the open ground between patches of undergrowth. All around, the giant trees soared skyward, their tips ending nearly 600 feet above his head. Wolf was a city boy, a product of the unending corridors of the great hives of Armageddon. He felt more at home in the green light beneath the jungle canopy than he did beneath the open sky, but he was still uneasy. The open ground made him nervous. Still, it seemed that yet again some perverse whim of the Imperium's vast bureaucracy had brought him here to fight where he was least at home. Balthus had always claimed that there was a method to this, that the Imperium always sent their men where they would learn something new, become hardened till only the toughest of the tough survived. Wolf doubted it. He just knew that somewhere a clerk in the purple and gold robes of the Adeptus Administratum was sticking a jewelled pin into a star chart. He forced himself to smile at the thought, to try and see some humour in this desperate situation, to try and make himself not think about the fact that he was apparently alone at the bottom of this slope in a jungle full of orcs. Wearily he scanned his surroundings, caught the sound of thrashing in the undergrowth in the middle distance, and hurried towards it, using every scrap of cover, hoping it was what survived of his squad. Suddenly he found himself sharing a bush with a small green figure about half his height. The thing grinned with fear, revealing rows of sharp pointed teeth. Its pointed green ears went erect with fright, its yellowish eyes widened. It tried to swing its auto-gun round to bear on him. Gretchen, he thought. Almost without thinking, Wolf lashed out with the butt of his las rifle. He felt a satisfying crunch as it made contact with the Gretchen's skull. The little green skin was sent flying backwards. Wolf hit it again and again, until it lay still. A chorus of howls erupted in the forest once more. He saw the red glitter of lasfire wink in the distance, and saw the answering flash of bolt guns. For a moment he froze. Part of him wanted to duck back into cover and huddle there until the fighting was over. He wasn't a space marine. A cowardly voice that he knew was his own told him. He lacked those giant warriors' utter dedication and fearlessness. He was just a man. Another voice told him that his best chance of survival lay with getting back to his unit, where he would be surrounded by comrades who would cover his back and add their firepower to his own. He also knew that if any help came, it would come to the company. After a moment's reflection, he decided to listen to the second voice. He moved once more towards the combat, trusting to his flak armour to protect him. The sounds of fighting were close now. He could see a small building amid the conifers, the ruins of some incredibly ancient shrine. He could hear Borg booming orders and see Lazfire scorch the building's walls. Through arched window slits, bolters pumped in green fists, sending answering fire back at the Imperial Guard. He heard the growling, booming voices of orcs roaring and grunting in their bestial tongue, and he heard the high-pitched answering squeaks of their Gretchen slaves. Some of the greenskins had obviously retreated here after the ambush. Maybe it was even some kind of command post. Wolf ran up to rejoin his squad. Where are you been? He heard the corporal ask. Decide to take a little stroll? Wolf smiled, rose to one knee and snapped off a shot at the building. Something inside screamed. Squad Alpha, work your way around the back of that place. I want it surrounded. None of those greenskins are to get out alive. Yes, Commissar. 
said the corporal, with a wave of his arm. He gestured for the squad to filter out and around the building. Wolf found himself close to the point, hoping that they were not walking into yet another ambush. Sweat ran down his back now. His stomach felt tight and fluttery. He noticed a flicker of movement up ahead, saw a thick green arm lob something in their direction. He had only an instant for the flicker of recognition to pass through his mind. Frag grenade, he shouted. Get down! He gave the man next to him a shove and then leapt to one side. His warning chime came too late for the corporal and the man beside him. The grenade tore them apart, sending gobbets of flesh spattering all around. Wolf was still wiping blood from his face when the orcs were upon them. Giant, horn-helmeted figures with mighty axes clutched in one fist, bolt pistols in the other. They were huge, taller than a man and maybe twice as heavy. Wolf didn't need a medical examination to tell him that all that extra mass was going to be muscle. He snapped off a shot at the charging orc, catching it in the arm. It ignored the wound as if it felt no pain. Probably too stupid, Wolf thought sourly, as he ducked the sweep of the axe's enormous blade and caught the orc a solid, meaty blow on the ribs. The orc just laughed. A second guardsman threw himself forward. The orc blocked his las rifle and sent him sprawling backwards, entrails erupting through a massive gash in his stomach. Wolf took the opportunity to bludgeon it on the head. The orc groaned and went down. Wolf glanced about him. All around he could see knots of figures engaged in frantic close combat. Slowly and inexorably, it seemed, as if the greenskins were getting the upper hand. All around him he heard the sounds of axes biting flesh. Wolf began to feel very afraid. There you go, a little, a little old school guard tale for you there. Thank you all for watching. Uh, please do give the video a like if you wouldn't mind. Let me know in the comments what you thought. And uh, yeah, please subscribe if you haven't subscribed. If you'd like to support the channel, please consider using the links below. No obligation, but uh, please do uh, give the video a like. That really helps. All right, see you next time. Thanks everybody supporting the channel. I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.